It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, everybody. Poker and Politics here. Uh, today, I wanted to talk a little bit about Trump's terrible rally. Uh, thing that Major Patriot said that is... Uh, awesome because it really goes to show how silly these people are and then i'm going to dig more into the first 72 q drops as is my new uh, agenda for the time being uh first of all the rally it was like disappointing for trump uh more than a half empty building just people not turning out uh because this is one of those moments where you realize that the internet is not real life and that all these people in QAnon who are screaming and yelling about, I won't wear a mask, COVID's a lie, blah, blah, blah. They're the minority. They are isolated people who have the privilege of not knowing someone who has been impacted by COVID. And they can be arrogant. They can be ridiculous. But... We've got 2 million cases of it in America. We've got over 120,000 deaths. This is hitting people. It's hurting people. There's so many stories of people disbelieving it, screaming that it's a lie, and then they themselves or a loved one uh, gets hospitalized or dies from COVID, and then they're like, oh, it's real. And that's really what it's going to take for a lot of these people. They're going to have to get, they're going to have to suffer consequences from COVID to acknowledge that it is not a lie. And it's terrible that we've done this. It is so bizarre and sickening that we've managed to radicalize people to the point where they will not accept reality when it comes to diseases. I mean, you have to be kidding me that this is the situation that you can't just talk about i don't know um something like this like a, a flu a plague a virus something and saying okay look guys we this is a big problem we're gonna have to handle it we're gonna have to work around it this is gonna be a big crisis 
and people's reaction is, oh, it's going to be too much work. Oh, it's bullshit. You're fucking lying about this thing. Oh, I don't want to do it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's really maddening. It's really, really maddening. It would be like if you were living in World War II era America and you were just saying, God, no, all those kids are sending over to Europe. They, they ain't really fighting anybody. Nobody's dying from the war. And as the casualties mount, you just continue to deny it until it's your son or brother or father who gets killed. I mean, it's... This is the way it works. It's just so ridiculous that it doesn't hit home until it hits home. And it's really mind-blowing. The, 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 the denialism is so strong and so ingrained that there are people who will never believe it is true. Like, it, they, they'll fight to the bitter end. It's really crazy. It's really, really scary in a way. But I wanted to laugh at uh, all the... At the, the yeah, brain just turned off there. Sorry for that long pause. But no, the turnout for this rally was really poor because people don't want to do this kind of thing. They don't want to get into a crowd and be shoulder to shoulder with people and breathe the same air and like yell at each other and have spit coming out of your mouth and get close to the other person and all this kind of stuff and go to a public bathroom and have to touch the same urinals and same toilets as other people and just all this kind of stuff. And it's just, it's really obvious that most people are taking this seriously. And this was free. This was a free thing to attend. There were no tickets. There was none of this stuff. You could just walk through the doors if you made it there in time for there to be a seat. And they got a little over 6,000 people, and that was it. And it's really, really incredibly uh, alarming for Trump, that that's all he could draw. That's all he could muster. Because it just shows that people aren't believing him. They're not listening. They're not say, they're not reacting in the way that, oh, we got to open the country back up. we got to do this. we got to be here. we got to run around. And So, yeah, it looks really bad for them, and this is a good thing for America. As for the whole uh, TikTok teen thing and all that kind of stuff, they did not hurt the rally. Because, again, there were no tickets. You couldn't take all the tickets up so that people couldn't get in. That didn't happen. There were no riots that prevented people from getting in. All of the alleged reasons for why the attendance was poor are not true. Now, it is very likely that uh, the um, TikTok teen attack on the data mining operation, and that's what Parscale was actually... Uh, bragging about. He was just uh, like, oh, we got a million people signed up for this thing. Our data hall is incredible. And literally, that's all they were doing. They were just saying, please give us your information so we can data mine you. We can find out if you live in this district of Wisconsin or this district of Michigan or this district of Pennsylvania so we can micro-target you with an ad that will hit you and your neighborhood exactly in the right uh, brain melting zones so that we can uh, get you out to vote for Trump in 2020. And, I, and then the thing is, is, I really kind of feel like what they did in 2016 is known. The the genie's out of the bottle. The secret sauce has been revealed. So I just I just don't think it's going to be that as effective. I really don't. And that and the fact that uh, Trump is uh, much, much 
less popular than he was back then, and the fact that the world's burning and all that good stuff. But um, so the it, the whole thing was a disaster, which is great. And now we'll move on to Major Dad, and he had his theories about what happened with the uh, rally. And then he tweeted out, um, I'm doing a mea culpa here. Based on Q's drop just now, uh, Q drop 4488, doesn't lessen the fact that AOC and Steve Schmidt couldn't wait to enthuse their involvement in the communist Chinese TikTok K-pop effort. Nice to know Q and the team have things well in hand. Q and the teams say they have things well in hand. Why do you take them at their word? I mean, there's no reason why people should trust Q for anything he says. Because, uh, again, Q doesn't uh, pay off on his uh, claims. Now, Q drop 4488 is a bunch of uh, photos of people uh, claiming that they were uh, kept out of the rally due to protesters and uh, other forms of like disobedience that were uh, causing the gates that were open for the uh, venue to uh, not admit them into the uh, building. Q's replies to these pleas of the good citizens of Oklahoma is to say, it will not happen again. Remember, they also phone in reports threats. They also phone in to report threats. Uh, bracket, bold, deliberate. Who would phone in a threat and not be deliberate about it? Who'd be like, hey, guys, there's a fire out here. It doesn't look that good. They, and they have no idea they're phoning in a threat. Who is the accidental threat phoner in her? I mean, so weird, so dumb. Uh, heightened security due to recent events. What was the combined social media unique view count? Uh, parentheses, non-TV. 5mm plus, keep your eye on the ball. Uh, this is, like, really ridiculous because Q themselves has talked about the, uh, like, all-important Trump rally. Like, the literal, uh, just overwhelming need for uh, this COVID virus to uh, prevent Trump rallies from happening and also uh, to allow for Biden to be hidden from the public so that... Uh, he can win and Trump can lose because the Trump rally is the most powerful force in uh, American politics that we have ever seen that you, you put Trump in front of a crowd of people and Oh boy, howdy, you are going to have just theater, the likes of which this, this country has seldom seen before and that they will be just, just drawn to Trump and his radiating charisma and his brilliance and his genius that uh, that this whole thing has been just a massive operation to try to deny Trump uh, his weapon that will uh, crush Biden and secure victory for him. And by the same token, the idea is that Biden is uh, a doddering, senile, blithering moron, and that um, by uh, having this uh, virus unleashed upon the world... Uh, you will keep him uh, isolated and away from uh, 
the media so that they will not be able to expose him for the uh, fraud and scoundrel that he is and um, lead to his inevitable defeat. So, you, the rally is so important. The rally is the backbone of the Trump re-election effort. And QAnon is all in on this belief. And they are relentless about pushing this narrative. So the idea that uh, this is... that Oh, we, we really didn't care about the, the size of the crowd. What mattered was the, uh, the streaming views. What mattered is uh, people watching it on their uh, computers and phones and all that other good stuff. That was what we were really trying to do here. And, I mean, it's... It's so silly and ridiculous because they are, um, they're just trying to spin. They're just trying to spin and come up with excuses for why their failures were as egregious as they were. Because Trump could have just given a speech and uh, gotten the same number of streaming views and reactions from people. He didn't have to uh, go in front of a crowd of people and uh, scream and yell and spend an incredibly long period of time explaining how dangerous and scary that ramp was. I mean, it's, it's just it's just really, really funny that this is their, uh, their way to try to deal with what happened. But Major Dad saying, oh, Q uh, explained what really happened. I thought it was this, but Q said, no, 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 it was this. And uh, so I got to take my lumps on this one. I got to admit that I was wrong and that Q is right and so on and so forth. And the reason why this is uh, really revealing is QAnon always talks about uh, future proves past and uh, disinformation is necessary. They always talk about how uh, you don't know what Q is saying is true or not until more time has been uh, has has gone by to reveal the truth. Was what Trump said was what Q said uh, deception to lure the deep state into a trap. Or was it um, the actual truth that needed to get out to the Patriots so that they could uh, expound upon that message and broadcast it to the world to help trigger the Great Awakening? And this is the thing, is that uh, you have um, the supposed dual nature of QAnon, where on the one hand it is... uh, designed to try to get out Q's message and preach the gospel. But at the same time, it is also there to trip the cabal with deceptions and deflections. And so when QAnon broadcasts, this thing is going to happen because Q said it would, and then it doesn't happen, they make Q look bad, but then Q's like, oh, no, no, it was okay that you did that because that one was a trick for the bad guys to fall for. And... The problem with that is is that you don't lie to your own team for disinformation. That's not how disinformation works. It's never been that way. And if you are QAnon, why do you ever take what Q says as being true 
ever. You have you, like literally the whole point of this game is that you got to wait a month or so, and then maybe you can have enough discernment, enough distance from the actual message, to be able to say, "Oh yeah, that one was real," or "No, that one was bullshit," which that doesn't really uh, achieve anything. What good is learning about something? if the only way you can validate what you've learned is by going back in time a month. Because, again, even if you were capable of saying, oh, well, because Q's been right so many times before, now I can just take him at his word this time that he's right now in real time, this might be one of the times when he's lying. This might be one of the times when he's deceiving you. Imagine... Uh, backing a person who is a sports handicapper and they're telling you that they got the winners and then every so often they have a loser and they say, oh, I gotta have the losing bets in there or else whenever I went to Vegas they wouldn't take my action because I beat them too consistently. Now, you might be able to uh, bet on them like a little bit at a time and just try to like edge it out because they're more they're right more often than they're wrong but you can never take any of their bets to the bank you can never uh, be assured that this one is truly a stone-cold lock of the century of the week because they lose sometimes on purpose which is ridiculous and what's even worse is that they never tell you ahead of time Oh, this one's not so good. Everything Q says is based upon uh, just really um, brash arrogance and hubris and just uh, weird... This, this, what I'm telling you is the biggest truth you've ever heard, and this is the absolute reality of things, and uh, there's no, no turning back now. This is just the way it is. And you can you can trust me. You can trust that what I'm telling you is absolutely verifiably fact. And then when you go out and scream and yell about it, then you find out, oh, he was lying. That one was not true. And the part about it that makes it even more galling is he then tells you, oh, I had to lie to you. I was forced to deceive you because that's the nature of the the great battle that we are waging between the good guys and the bad guys and it's uh it's really uh it's really just kind of sad i mean it's just really ridiculous that like this is the kind of thing we have going on in our world that people take this guy so seriously and they believe in him so uh diligently I mean, it's just, it's just really, really, really uh, annoying. It's really frustrating that, like, this is the kind of thing that just gets into people's brains and then it never lets go and you have to uh, just suffer the results of it. You have to deal with this uh, really um, frustrating, aggravating, agitating radicalization program that is designed to drive people nuts. Uh, Q-Drop 4014, Uh, an article from the Washington Examiner, white white right-wing rag. Uh, Why are they pushing back the deconvention, COVID-19 concern, or strategic last-minute change? Uh, Even Q's in on the whole Hillary thing. 
change of batter coming. Oh, this is the change of batter. <laughs> this is the thing where he doesn't understand how baseball works. <laughs> completely forgot. Uh, wh- why was she saved from officially announcing? Why was she reserved for last-minute change? How do you attempt to sneak one in? How do you attempt to ensure victory? Adopt national vote by mail? How do you convince America that it was legitimate? Release fake polls indicating favorable leads in swing states? How do you harm opponents' accomplishments for the economy? And then the big one, how do you terminate opponents' highly effective rallies? Um... How do you shelter D lead candidate from embarrassing debates and or rallies? So, yeah, the entire COVID thing was there to shut down Trump's big, impressive rallies. I mean, it's just... It's just really, really, really hilariously pathetic that that was what this was all about. And then they finally got to do their rally, and it didn't work. And Q can't even blame COVID. That's what's that's what's so uh, like sick about their narrative and about their worldview that they can't just say, "Well, look, guys, people are scared of the COVID, so that's why they didn't show up." Because to do that would admit that they they can't message, that they can't broadcast the truth, that they can't tell America what's really going on, and that America's just trapped in the prison of the deep state. They have to claim that it was uh, Antifa protesters uh, causing all kinds of disruption and chaos around the uh, rally. That was why people couldn't get in. That's why we only had 6,000 people in the building. Uh, So, I mean, Q is just a pouting child who's very upset that he didn't get his big uh, celebration, much like Trump. So that's that. And now let's bang out some Q drops, because again... The first 72 are all you need to know the whole story. After that, he's just repeating. He's just spinning. He's just grabbing news articles and screaming, Look at this! Ain't this a thing? I mean, and every now and then he'll like try to do a little bit of world building and a little bit of character development, but this is it. Like Once you get past number 72, you're just uh, reading a guy who's flailing and uh, referencing uh, movies like The Godfather 3 and Speed and The Born Identity and stuff, because he's just... Uh, a weird pop culture guy who's just going to give you dumb stuff like that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. (sighs) So, uh, cue drop number four. Some of us here to drop crumbs, just crumbs. POTUS is 100% insulated. Any any discussion suggesting he's even a target is false. 
POTUS will not be addressing nation on any of these issues as people begin to be indicted and must remain neutral for pure optical reasons. To suggest this is the plan is false and should be common sense. Uh, I have no idea what that means. And obviously, uh, he meant to say, to suggest this is not the plan is false. But no, Q can't, even in Q Drop 4, Q can't articulate himself clearly. Focus on military intelligence, state secrets, and why that might be used versus any other three, any three-letter agency. What Supreme Court decision opened the door for a sitting president to activate what must be showed? Again, he has this weird Supreme Court decision thing, which I've never seen any QAnon people uh, talk about or explain. Being like, oh yeah, that Supreme Court decision from Argle Bargle v. Nargleslargle, that was open the door so that Trump could do all the important things to save the world. And like the, this whole thing is just so ridiculous on the idea that you are fighting a literally lawless, uh, mass-murdering, satanic group of traitors who no, no concept of uh, morality, law, anything. They're just bloodthirsty monsters. They're just literally not even human. They're sociopaths, just psychotic sociopaths. And they will stop at nothing to destroy the world and to give rise to the Antichrist. And you're doing things, oh, well, I got the Supreme Court ruling that gives me a little lever to do this, and derpa derpa. And it's just, how about this? How about you just crush the absolute satanic monsters, you show the world your evidence for why you had to do it, and then you begin the process of healing and rebuilding the world uh, without the satanic monsters in it. Like, this whole foot-dragging thing is really worrying me that you don't have the gumption to defeat the satanic monsters, which uh, seems important. It seems like defeating them by any means is... Defeating them by any means necessary is what's important, and just sort of lollygagging and not defeating them because you're trying to do this all by the book and totally legal... Seems like a waste of time. I don't think that's the right call. I'm going to go for uh, get the job done. A little, little messy, a little sloppy, but hey, uh, global satanic pedivore ring. Sometimes you got to cut a little, cut a few corners to get the job done against the absolute monsters and literal uh, bad guys that are uh, heralded in the Bible as monsters enthralled to the antichrist and lucifer just uh, just win just just win and then let history judge if you were a little too bold uh, crossing the line legality wise why is potus surrounded by generals uh, don't care again there are a lot more good people than bad so have faith this will again get spun immediately in the reverse this was a hostile takeover from evil corrupt network of players not just democrats that goes away pretty quickly, although he does hate the Bushes a bunch. Don't fool yourself into thinking Obama, Soros, Roths, Clintons have more present-day power, have more power present-day than POTUS, Operation Mockingbird, Patriots in Control. Sit back and enjoy the show. So even back in Q-Drop 4, he had his catchphrases. He was already getting the catchphrases down. And again, he's he already reversed his course on the whole, well, Trump's totally in charge and has all the power because now the Obama shadow presidency is what we're fighting because the narrative changes to suit events. 
the narrative is not truthful and therefore it can be uh, amended and abridged. Uh, Q-drop 5. Follow the money, it's the key. What is Pelosi's net worth by way of one example? Why, coincidentally, is her memory apparently going? Uh, 2017, he's saying that uh, Pelosi's got Alzheimer's. She's now the leader of the House and is the most powerful Democrat in America at the moment, with maybe the exception of Joe Biden. Uh, cover for possible future indictment to plead what? What if Joe M never? What if John M never had surgery, and it was a cover for a future out if needed against prosecution? John McCain faked his uh, brain cancer, and he's still John McCain at this point. He hasn't become no name yet. Uh, Q hasn't gotten that angry at McCain yet. Why did Soros transfer the, his bulk public funds to an NP? Note, this doesn't include massive slush funds that are pulled by several high, high ops. Why did Soros' son have several meetings with Canadian Prime Minister, and how is that related to the Clintons? Never explained. Can you rely on being able to board a plane and fly away? Why is MS-13 such a priority? Nobody got this. Couldn't people... Could people pay such gangs to kill opponents and why, how to insulate against exposure? MS-13 is the uh, Cabal's death squad. The truth is mind-blowing and cannot fully be exposed. And there you have it. There you have the like, just the creme de la creme of bullshit cliches of, oh, I can't tell you the whole truth because it would blow your mind. Uh, Q later goes on to say that 99% of the people will be put in the hospital by the truth. Uh, they love saying the stuff. They love telling their little snowflake followers that only you brave little soldiers can handle this tough stuff. Everyone else will just go, go screaming, which is the exact opposite of true. It is QAnon that needs a coping mechanism in the form of Q to handle the crazy vagaries of the real world. And it is normal people who do not succumb to these kinds of coping mechanisms who are the actual hard-asses and brave people who just face the world as it truly is and can accept reality without needing the, uh, the placebo that is a conspiracy theory that handily explains and fixes the world for them so that they can sleep easy at night. Um... Also, many are thinking from one point of view, U.S. only. This evil is embedded globally. U.S. is the first domino. Have faith. QDrop72 says, I was lying about that totally. Saudi Arabia was the first domino. And now that we have installed a monstrous dictator in Saudi Arabia who enjoys murdering U.S. citizens who are journalists, or should they, who are living in America legally as journalists, uh, clearly everything's going great now. That's one of the fun things about QAnon, is that Khashoggi is the bad guy, and MBS is the good guy in that whole murder thing. Uh, let's do a couple more before I go to the questions. Uh, oh, no, I'm not going to do that, because I completely forgot. QDrop6 is uh, tragic and hilarious. QDrop6 is literally just QDrops 4 and 5 smashed together and reposted. Because the super secret spy didn't know how 4chan worked. He's an idiot. Oh my god. Keydrop 6 should make everyone be like, well, we're gonna lose. We're fucking dead. The guy can't even post coherently on the message board for Nazis and child porn. Great. Totally gonna trust him. Okay, so you got you lucky so-and-sos get 7 and 8 now as a bonus. So, uh, 7, which is quick. 
why wasn't uh, HRC prosecuted for the emails? Put simply, Obama ultimately okayed by using the non-government email addy to communicate with Clinton. Obama also had an alias along with each of his cabinet members. Therefore, including HRC would lead to indicting Obama and his cabinet, except which could never happen. Remember, he lied about knowing, but ultimately that came out in the dump. Poof! We actually have a cue drop that ends with the word poof. Um, nothing here, as usual. I mean, this is just the kind of stuff where Q just says, this thing is true, and, I, and trust me on it. And you just have to take his word for it. And there, uh, he, he couldn't, if he's a super secret spy who has all the inside intel, he could list the email accounts that these people were using that were their civilian email accounts. He could post some of the emails between those accounts and the account of Hillary Clinton's. Again, like, um, the, if you go by the Joe M. Uh, QAnon, the Plan to Save the World version of D-Class, the, uh, that version of the class is literally, the NSA has everything from everyone that's ever been sent electronically anywhere on Earth. And with the power of that, we can turn around and expose all of their, all their crimes that they talked about on their text messages, uh, on their computers, on their emails, everything. We got them cold on all of it. And that crazy NSA omni data mining operation uh, D-Class uh, never happened. And they don't even talk about it anymore. And uh, lastly, we will conclude with uh, Huma, husband in jail. This is QDrop8. HRC, Muslim Brotherhood or Child. What would you do? Kiss your child goodbye and leave without a mother or father for Clinton? Where is Huma today? Was she with Hillary Rodham Clinton on her book tour? Re-military intelligence state secrets. No FBI. POTUS installed his people within each top spot at three-letter agencies, except one, good reason, as their, as M admin R. Kick started this and scrubbed all POTUS nominations to verify oath. Do you think they aren't in control of their respective agencies? What is most valuable? Information. AG sessions or leakers. Fire or prosecute. Reorg is underway and happening. Coincidence, Senate Republicans are pushing for federal judge confirmations last week. Why are Fed Senate Republicans dropping out? Not by choice, and we're offered a choice. Rest assured, they will vote with. Uh, they will vote pro-Trump. Why did they drop out if they were just going to vote for Trump anyways? Why not just remain a senator and just now be Q's puppet instead of the Cabal's puppet? But again, that doesn't really uh, change their story. So they just sort of say, oh, yeah, these people are doing what we want them to, and that's why they're resigning. And the whole Huma thing, again, it's really hilarious that they're so obsessed with it, and then it just goes nowhere. Just absolutely turfs out with no resolution. And um, it just goes to show how Q's just spitballing. He's just throwing things at a wall. He's just trying to give people uh, ideas. He's just like saying, hey, like, get invested in Huma. Get invested in this. Look up Supreme Court cases. He's just running people down rabbit holes, most of which he doesn't have actual answers for. But the ones he does have answers for, oh boy, will you get a pat on the head if you come up with something. And also... If you come up, so if you go down a rabbit hole, if you found a Supreme Court decision that like looked like what he was talking about, he'd absolutely be like, "Man, what a great job you did on that! Good job, Skippy, you totally found the answer." 
Because that's how this operates. He either gives you an open-ended answer and he will take the best answer from the crowd and call that the right one, or he leads you into a very obvious answer. And if you're the first person to buzz in on Jeopardy, boom, you get the $200 and control the board. So uh, I will do more Q drops next time and probably some other uh, pop culture current events, as it were. But now it's time for questions. I only have a couple, so it'll be quick. Uh, Alex uh, Zendejas, who's a frequent uh, questioner of me, one of my inquisitors, as it were, says, would love to hear your thoughts on a news work promoting Q merch at the rally. Uh, The coin people. Oh, my God. Uh, Letting the coin people broadcast about their crap on uh, television is, like, terrifying and worrying. Uh the melding of Fox News to QAnon is uh, really bizarre. I mean, that's the way we're kind of going because you you can never stop radicalizing people. And that's the problem is imagine that you were like a drug dealer who was giving people uh, marijuana and maybe some other like hallucinogenics, but like mild stuff some mushrooms or whatever and then they tell you like they want to try some harder stuff that they want to do like just uh like like lsd they want to get uh they're even they're hearing some good things about heroin and they're interested in that and this is the thing is that you as their dealer you like got them down this road and I'm not I'm not going into the whole thing about marijuana is a gateway drug no the gateway is illegality the gateway is getting from a illegal from legal substances to illegal substances and once you've broached from uh, the legal to the illegal then you start looking for other things marijuana is not a gateway drug fuck all that but anyways uh, the point is is that you as their dealer now have a like kind of crisis of conscience. Do you go out and secure them some heroin so that you can make your buck off the heroin? Or do you tell them, no, I don't traffic in heroin, uh, go find it somewhere else, and then they go and get their heroin from another dealer? And this is what Fox News is dealing with, is that Fox News has been peddling this bullshit for forever. They've claimed the Clintons are murderers. Uh, They claimed Obama was a Muslim terrorist. They've been pushing this stuff for all this time. And all that Q did was just say, oh, you were trying this level of conspiracy theory? I'm going to give you the even harder shit. I mean... Fox would have John Solomon and Sarah Carter and Jody Genova on, and those people were just literally talking QAnon shit, just not calling it QAnon, and just staying away from the whole satanic child mutilation shit. They were all talking about how, oh, this latest uh, turn of events really looks like Comey's going to get indicted. Oh, I mean... I remember uh, back in the before times uh, when I was dealing poker to these uh, old white dudes and these two guys who were just boring old white Trump supporters, they were talking about how on Fox News that Comey was going down and how this thing goes all the way up to the top and that they're not going to be surprised if they get Obama and they hope they get Obama. And 
I mean, these guys never in a million years said a word about QAnon. And never, and I don't think they ever would have understood it, even if they had been brought up. But they were totally okay with Comey and Obama going down for FISA gate. But that's the thing, is that you have acceptable, polite society conspiracy theories, and then you have crazy town. And the thing is, where's that line? Where is the line between Obama and Comey going to jail for FISA gate and Obama eats kids and Obama ordered $65,000 worth of hot dogs is code for child sex trafficking? That's the thing. Is like, where is that line and what's the... Who draws that line and who enforces that line? And once you go across that line, then how do you ever get back to respectability again? Or do you just never stop? Do you just just go just go whole hog and total madness? So, yeah, I mean, Fox News is riding a tiger in that way, as is most of these right wing uh, organizations, because it's just like, do you continue to pander to crazy people? And you continue to try to radicalize your audience, or does it at some point that backfire? Because sooner or later, people realize that the bad people who are doing the really, really bad things aren't being stopped, so that means that everybody is in on it. And then that gets really bad, because then you start, people start killing people because they got to save the world, because no one else will. And that's the hell we live in. And uh, my good friend, uh, A.I.S. Millard, Asmillard, again, you can't say names for the life of me. Given the success of young political activism, i.e. the recent Tulsa rally, what do you think politics will look like in the next couple of decades? I hope young people vote. That's really, that's what it really comes down to is, God, I hope this like whole thing about the TikTok engagement... I hope this just leads to people actually realizing that democracy is not bullshit. That your vote does really matter and that you can impact and change things if you actually go out and do this one act. And it might take a day. I get it. It might take a day because these pricks are going to put up every logjam they can and every hoop they possibly can throw at you to make you, make it hard for you to vote. But if you can get around all that bullshit, and you can. I mean, these, these kids are smart enough to work TikTok to do this kind of bullshit. They can figure out the voter registration system and how to vote. They can do this stuff. And if they ever actually mobilized... It would be it would be really revolutionary. It would really change things a lot in our society. I think in twenty years our society would be very different because the the boomers have always just been this big generation of people that have always gotten their say because there have been more of them than there are everybody else demographic. I mean, just by demographic slices, I'm sure everybody else might outweigh the boomers, but the boomers got their way because there were a lot of them, and then as they got older, they voted more. So we had to cater to boomer society. But in 20 years, uh, I mean, most boomers are going to be dead. Uh, my my mom's a boomer, and she's uh, 67 now, so she would have to make it to 87 to still be alive. And so that's the thing, is that you just have uh, all these people are going to die... And that generation is going to become uh, 
no, kind of non-existent. Like the silent generation now, there are still people. I mean, like Joe Biden might be silent generation by the the numbers, but that generation is kind of not even talked about. Like it's just boomers then down, and in twenty years it's going to be like Gen X is going to be the old the old people are going to be Gen X, and the people that are absolutely decrepit are going to be the boomers, and so that change is going to be really dramatic because, again, America is going to become much less white. Uh, we are, at some point, going to become a minority majority, and there's going to be a lot of uh, changes to that. We're going to become a younger, browner society, and I think that's going to be a good thing. I uh, wholeheartedly endorse this because um, old white people are Republicans by nature, and the Republican Party is the party of QAnon, is the party of bullshit and conspiracy theories and awfulness. And uh, take a torch to the whole thing and burn it down. Uh, we need less Republicanism and less conspiracy-minded bullshit. It would be lovely if we could have a real conservative party of actual principles who actually argued in good faith and actually uh, worked to govern instead of just to pillage. Maybe we'll get that in 20 years. That'd be refreshing. So we shall see. And then he says, also follow up. What is your favorite chess piece? Uh, oh my God. I could do an entire podcast about this. Cause this would just be, a, I would just go through all these pieces and just be like agonizing over this. Uh, I mean, I think the like really simple answer that everyone will give you is they really only have two options and that would be the queen or the knight. The Queen, because it's the most powerful piece and does all the damage, and the Knight, because he does the funky moves that no one else can do. Like, uh, the Queen like can always attack back at any other piece that uh, takes a swing at her, unless it's the Knight, because the Knight has the funky move that she doesn't do, because she doesn't attack on an L the way the uh, Knight does. So I think people generally would go with one of those two things because they just want the most powerful piece or they want the piece that does the tricky shit. Uh, but I'm going to just take a different tact here because i got to be contrarian because that's how you get the likes and the clicks. And uh, I'm going to go with the bishop because rooks are boring as shit and they just go in straight lines and it's pretty obvious where the rook is going to go all the time. Whereas diagonals are uh, dynamic and dangerous and ever-shifting, and the, the bishop moving from one square to another completely changes like where it's attacking and where it's going. And uh, being able to... And because you can't stack your bishops the way you can stack rooks, the bishop-queen dynamic becomes incredibly important because only the queen can be stacked with a bishop to create a uh, attack where uh, one of them is the anchor and the other one is the spear that smashes through the enemy's defense, knowing that it is protected by its by its brother in combat, as it were. So, I find them to be a lot more interesting because it's just a very kind of fun thing. Like, where do you set your bishops up? How do you get your bishops moving? How do they operate? And uh, being able to wheel and deal with the bishops is a really good way to try to like really expand your brain and get good at chess. So uh, I am going to uh, just 
become, go out on the uh, aggressive minority uh, ledge here. I might even do a poll about this just for the fun of it and just see what people say. And uh, <clears throat> so that was my answer to that question. Uh, pawns can fuck right off. You're all bullshit. And the promotion is crap and I hate it. It's just a dumb way to end games. Fair, logical, but uh, fuck pawns. And the king is boring as shit, too. So, yeah. So, that is ye old podcast. Oh, I gave you uh, lucky so-and-sos over 45 minutes of me garbling into a microphone this week. How lovely. So, I'll be back Tuesday night. Uh, Have a good one, everybody, and take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.